Sandler here. Carl Duffy. The Obsession Podcast. Back at you here. Uh, another new question for you today, Carl. What are some of the things you look for when buying land or leasing land? Price, location, etc. Hmm. Well, obviously, um, each one of us, this is, this is how I look at it. Each one of us has our own financial plane, I guess I would say. So when you and I first started out, we didn't have no money. So we didn't have no land. <laughs> when we started out, we didn't have no money, or now? <laughs> well, yeah, we're older, now we have no money either. But we do have some of our own land now. Yes. Um, so obviously cost is important. Uh, price and location is probably even more important to me. So I wouldn't go just buy a piece of property to have a piece of property. Because no matter what people tell you, each area has its own specific deer herd. Now, depending on the size of the piece of the property, you can kind of control what your deer herd turns into, you think? Yes. Um, but you can't just go buy a piece of property, let's just say Central Dane County where you got five acres or three acres of woods, mm -hmm and 150 acres of cropland expect to hold big deer on your property. Right. Uh, it's not going to work out that way. So price and location to me are very important. Uh, more location, yeah. location, 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 because I can always save my money so I can afford land in that, that location, right? Right. Um, that's kind of the big thing when I look at it. Now leasing land, I mean we've had leases. Uh, one in particular big one that we had together, which was a great piece of property. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, there was a ton of potential on that property. We shot some good bucks. I mean, you shot a lot of good bucks on that property. It was closer to your house than it was my place. Yep. Um, what do we look for there? Well, you know, the surrounding area. Well, what do you have for neighbors? If, if depends on what you want to do. Well, you got to set your goals too, I guess. That's one of the things I was going to say. I, as, as important as your piece of land is, the land around you is more important. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And I think a lot of people don't look at it that way. No. You know, you can have, so say you have a, let's just throw it out there, say you have a 33 acre piece of woods. Yeah. But you got nothing around it. Hmm. You're not going to have any luck. You're going to have a couple deer, maybe. You know, you have some deer that are going to go in there and out of there, but... You know, what, what's across the street? What's, you know, on the back side of your property? Um, where do you think, is there a bedding area you think where these deer are mm -hmm. going to hang out? You know, maybe you only have five acres. True. You have five acres, shoot a giant every year. Oh, yeah. Because what do you got around you? Yeah. That's yeah. what people don't see, I think, a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. Well, that and that's it. And I'd, I'd go out as far as a mile. Because we both Yeah, they're it. traveling that far anyway. Yeah, deer travel a mile, easy. Uh, in all directions. Don't just look at the mile one way or the other from your property. I'm talking like a mile mm -hmm. radius. Your property is the center. Take a mile radius one direction and make a big circle. So you're talking basically a two and a half mile space yeah. all the way around your property. And then assess that property. Yeah. You know, I could have bought when I went to purchase my property, for instance. There was properties that were closer in the same price range as what I paid. 
a little bit less the size, but it sure they, the neighborhoods around it weren't gonna produce large numbers of good sized deer. Mm -hmm. Like I wanna shoot, I wanna shoot open young deer every year if possible. And if not, I'll shoot the, whatever I got on the property. Cause you can't shoot them if they're not there anyway. That being said, uh, I looked around, looked around, looked around, went out a little bit further and was able to find a piece of property where I think, you know, you could shoot a really good deer every year. You did the same thing here. I mean, you looked at property all over yeah, in your property. A long time looking for property. Right. And then... And I know this area, you know, before I bought it. Well, that's the big thing, is educate yourself on the area. Well, I mean, you've got... I mean, you've got friends around the area that you know and the type of deer that they shoot. Where I went, I uh, did a bunch of kind of deep diving on, on uh, the local area about what type of deer herds, how much private properties there, the size of the properties that people have, all of that, and uh, purchased where I purchased. So it was a lot of educating yourself as much as anything else. Uh, yeah. What do we look for? Food. Yeah. You know, cover water yeah that's a big one <laughs> yeah i mean that and that's that's pretty simple right but can you actually find all that on or near your property that's the important yeah, thing you, you know very rare are you going to find a property that offers you everything no but you can make but you can make it that's right so do you have the property that you can make the food mm -hmm. make the water you know and when i say make the water watering holes mm -hmm. you know things like that um if you if you have a, a stream or a river or something like that runs through your property which you do mm -hmm. it's phenomenal you yeah. don't have to worry about that that part of it yeah. but still even though there's water in that location doesn't mean you don't want water somewhere else correct you know and obviously i feel and i think you feel i know you feel mm -hmm. same way you, you gotta have some food oh yeah you gotta be able to put in some of your own food somewhere you can, if you have private land, you have to have food plots. That's a 100% deal. There is, a, you you cannot not have your food, be it, be, you cannot influence the deer herd without having food on your property, especially for hunting season for you. And we're both advocates of a lot more fall food than we are summer food, because in the summer, they have everything they need. Yeah, you don't um, want them on your property in summer. We've talked about that a million times. No. Yeah. You know, see you in October. That's yeah. when you want your deer coming in. You, right. you want your food to grow, be there, be lush, yep. and be there late. Yeah. You know. You can have a little bit of food or whatever. Um, for me, it was a little bit different than Mike's area. Mike's got crop, more crops and stuff around his area. But for me, I had to put in uh, a little bit of clover and stuff to help the doe, keep the doe herd happy on where my property is. But not big enough where I attract a hundred does yeah. to drop all their fawns on my property. Yeah. So um, you gotta know, watch what you're doing there too. Mike's area, you know, your place is a little bit different. You guys got you got food all the way around. Here. Yeah, there's, you know, I have food three sides of my property. Yeah. Uh, one side is my food. Right. Uh, the other two sides are two separate farmers, mm -hmm. uh, which is always kind of nice mm -hmm. because usually they're different. You know, you think we got corn and we got beans, one or the other, swappy, swappy. Mm -hmm. um, and they go away always at the ideal time for me mm -hmm. because then they're moving into mine, yep. which is what I want. Um, I I put in the bedding areas, Yeah. you know, to keep the deer. Um, you know, I have, I would love to have some marsh 
I don't have any marsh. But what I do have is a marsh 500 yards across the road from me. Right. And I have a trail system that I put in for them to follow. And it is a cow path right now. that you <laughs> built structure for those I built a little bit of structure there. Huh. And it is a cow path right now. And oh, yeah. the marsh is right over there. Yeah. We look out the window where we're sitting. You guys can't see it, but it's a good looking marsh. And uh, deer funnel out of that up into mine. Yeah. You know, and they're, you know, and same on the uh, east end of the property. I'm connected to a neighbor who is, I know him and his wife, um, and they own, uh, I believe it's 50 acres on the back side of me mm -hmm. where they have a CRP field, a chunk of woods, a food plot. Um, and I have the majority of the woods. Mm -hmm. So another good area. On the other side of that, more food, yeah. um, another chunk of woods, mm -hmm. some more marsh. You know, it's, it's always been a deer mecca around here anyway. Yeah. There's always deer around here. But you gotta try to figure out how to get them ones that you want on well, your property. Here's right, another so. thing too, you know, don't be afraid to buy a property somewhat close to public hunting land. <clears throat> because what happens is, once the public hunting land starts to get hunted, yeah, they push them. They push the deer. Yeah. So a lot of deer will transition over a mile from public hunting to all these private smaller uh, wood lines or wood wood uh, wooded acreage, and uh, yeah. you'll start to add to your deer herd substantially, especially the beginning of bow season, because people start to trample in and trample around and kicking stuff up. And yeah. So that's one of the other things to look for. Now, price-wise, um, I don't know where you're from. You know, for our state, currently, if you're hunting, let's just say you wanted to buy property here in southern Wisconsin, uh, if you're buying just hunting property, wooded property, um, let's just say Iowa County, for instance, uh, pretty big deer mecca, quite a few deer in there, uh, a lot of good bucks get shot out of there. I'll be honest, right now the a cheap property is five thousand dollars an acre on Iowa County, and um, I, my brother-in-law, when he purchased the extra fifty by his place, paid basically five thousand dollars an acre. So he bought fifty acres, quarter million dollars. Yes. Uh, Dane County properties up to ten thousand dollars an acre. Um, taxes are another thing you have to look at when you're buying property. You know, are you buying a place that's got trees on it? Are you buying a place or place that's already got a house on it? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that. Are you buying a place that has a building spot, yeah, a building site already set aside, right. which is gonna dramatically push your price up? Oh yeah. On the property. Yep. You know, um, you know, and what can you spend? Everybody's got a budget. Right. You know, I mean, you might find the best piece of property in the world doesn't mean you can afford it. No. I mean, I would have loved to have bought the whole block. Of course. Yeah, you know, well, right, I mean, right. And by block, I mean like both sides of the road, yeah. all the way. <laughs> yeah. Everybody go away. I'm not gonna lie. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Bigger's better. My you know, opinion. Yeah, that's where bigger is better for sure. You yeah. Know? But yeah, it's. Um, last time I checked, they're not making any more land. Nope. It keeps going up. <laughs> so it's tough. Up. If you're gonna get it, get it when you can get it. Really. Yeah. Um, it's I I have a. Uh, a uh, real good friend of mine right now looking for hunting property, uh, you know, big into bow hunting, mm -hmm. uh, so you know, yeah, him and uh, Phil, he loves it when we say his name out there, Phil, old Phil, um, looking for property and, and you know, wants you know, a chunk like mine or a chunk like Carl's, and 
And I'm like, dude, just find find something that's got something around it too. Yeah. And you know, so he's actively looking if he finds something he wants us to come down and check it out with him, you know. And and the problem is is you can't dawdle if no. you find it. That's you really gotta be on it. The one thing right I now. would say if you're go if you're gonna actually be serious about looking for land, go to your bank, get yours. Get all your financing yep. set up. Get a pre-approval so you already got that cash. You, right. know, you can just put an offer in if you need to. Right, because that way you know how much you yeah. can spend. Here's your it. budget. I did it here. I'll tell you that. I did it here. Mm -hmm. This property came on the market the day I saw it. And that's because uh, another spot I hunt, my friend Todd owns the land. He actually came out to me in the morning and showed it to me on, I think it was Zillow maybe or something. Mm -hmm. He said, hey, look at this property. I'm like, ooh. Like I, I hunted that morning, got on my stand, drove here. Mm -hmm walked it, mm -hmm. called my wife, said, you need to get here right now. Yeah. And I said, and she's like, after work? And I said, no, now. Because for us, this was the ideal, what we wanted, where we wanted to build our house, how we wanted to do it. Yeah. And I was in love with the property. Yeah. Because I just saw nothing but potential. Right. And we put an offer in. Yep. That day, it was accepted in an hour. Yep. Ten offers came in directly after that. Oh, yeah. And they were all way more than we put in. Yeah. We put in a full price, no contingency offer. Yeah. Or we would have got it. Oh yeah. Did them in bar. I mean, oh, yeah. it was that quick. One day. Oh yeah. You know. When I when I did my land, I I'll, I'll be honest. I went and looked at another piece of property and didn't have my finances all stuff and set and you know I was just starting to look. So we went. I found a piece that was awesome. That fifty-two acres in Bear Valley had the building and everything on it already. Mm -hmm. Had an extra cabin. It was a uh, east facing slope so predominantly west wind would have been awesome the entire time yep. 38 acres of woods 52 acres total uh, with the open space to do food plots that ridge I told you all about yep. it so it was a divorce deal they wanted 200 and some thousand dollars for it and uh, the realtor cheap. came out it was cheap, cheap. And he goes, he goes, well, if you guys, you know, it's been on the market for a while. If you guys want to put an offer in, I'll put an offer in for you. I'm like, ah, I'm like, yeah, I'd like to, but I have to finish up my financing. So we went and finished up my financing. It was a week later, my financing was done. You know, I could buy a $400,000 piece of property if I wanted it. And I called him up and I said, hey, Jay. So I want to put a bid on that property. He gave me the, oh, Carl, you won't believe this. He goes, somebody just... They accepted an offer today. I'm like, well, how much did they sell it for? 173000 in Bear Valley, dude, with a building. And I'm just like, oh. and of course I was mad. I got home, of course, my wife knew I was mad. And she, you know, pushed me to keep looking. Right. And I did. And then I found the place that I found now, which is better piece, bigger piece. And uh, we got it for a great price, too, which I'm not going to tell anybody. But... Yeah, that was a phenomenal buy there too. But when I looked at it, it was what's around it. Well, it's all those hills, bigger yeah, properties. Your, you know, your property is surrounded by your property. No, hundred percent. Yeah. When I say that, I mean it's the same property, same layouts and structures basically all around it, across yep. the street, and they're, they're deer everywhere. Yeah, and it's the same group of people mentality-wise when yep. it comes to uh, deer hunting, within general. Um, all the people that do, there's a lot of gun hunting that goes on around. Yes, for sure. Um, so that's another reason we've done what we've done with the property to hold a deer during gun mm -hmm. season because we're not hunting them then. No. Um, but the other guys and everybody who's hunting around me, they don't shoot bucks unless they're yep. big. 
Yep. And that shows in the deer herd. Yep. You know, you've seen it for sure this year. And, and that's important too. And plus, I went and talked around with a few people before I actually purchased the property in the local area to see if I, you know, if it was a, the right fit for me. You know, I'm not gonna go bombing into the into buying a piece of property where my neighbors are the type of people that they shoot every damn deer they see, and you know that's gonna be somewhat of a deterrent for me too. Mm -hmm. If I've got the time to make sure I can look for that, that's something I would also try to research if you've got time. But you can still make your property whatever you want it to be. Just realize that your your limitations. Are your neighbors you're a slave to your neighbors I've that's 100 percent. yeah <laughs> yep slave to your neighbor that's it yeah i have i have uh for the most part i have good neighbors around me yeah uh, they don't they don't shoot deer unless they're big you know and i got i got one neighbor uh likes to keep the does down mm -hmm. which is nice um if you don't have to always worry about doing that like he keeps the numbers in pretty good check him and his son um, take a quite a few of them out and they got people that come in and shoot does his daughter shoots does yeah um, they haven't shot a buck in several years <clears throat> um, we're still working on that down there by me yeah and i like i said we, we had talked earlier when we started doing a podcast this year um, that i was going to take a few of those out now, i don't think i have to now because the neighbor had yeah. a guy come in and shoot two of them yeah and i only season. wanted to take two right you know which not happy about when they were shot is what it is, and hold our topic, blah blah blah. So we yeah. that. <laughs> well, that's pretty much what yeah. we're thinking about buying land yeah. recently. And you know, you're your slave to your yeah. neighbor. Price is important. Get your financing straight before you go to actually yeah. buy land. See what you can afford. Yeah. Because your bank's going to tell you what you can afford. Yeah. Oh, the other thing about land, if you can't build on it or it doesn't have a house, your bank's not going to give you money for it. No, it ain't worth much. Nope. And even if they tell you the bank won't tell you the bank will tell you what they think it's worth I you know and, and what we've been talking about is like buying land but I think leasing land oh yeah is, is you a, really touch on that. yeah whole different topic to me it is um, because here's the first thing I want to know because we've been in leases mm -hmm. um, I myself I want to lock that land up I would like to get a three to five year lease mm -hmm. myself um, and I've told Phil, my buddy, he's just recently got a piece of land. He tried to do that. The guy wasn't in on it, so he got a year to year. Yeah. Which is still, you got land. You got right, a place right. to go. And why I say three to five, like Carl, I say three <coughs> to five, it gives you some opportunity to start to build something on there. I think it takes three years, yeah, Mike. To, it does. To build what you want to build. You know, on and, property. and in a lease, are they going to let you do what you want to do? That's or, it, yeah. You know, or not. You have to talk to the landowner there too. I there was a lease that I had by my place, uh, in particular where it started out, yeah, you could do food plots. And then all of a sudden the guy's like, Well, no, I don't want you to do food plots, that's cheating. And the next thing he's telling me, Well, I don't want you to use game cameras because that's cheating. And he's like, Well then, you know, I don't want you to bring any of your friends on the property because you know they're not paying an extra amount of money i'm like well i'm paying the lease you're letting me and any of my family hunt on it yeah. so yeah, these so friends are my family yeah what are the terms you know everybody's got their terms and it's going to change so throughout that it ended up basically i had to get rid of that lease i just turned it down great place to hunt yeah. but it was just it, it got too too restrictive yeah but it is their property yeah. and more power to them 100%. i understand that 100 yeah. percent. but yeah i 
just a huge thing you gotta think of. You're just gonna go in and just want a place to hunt, right? Because you don't have a place to hunt. I get it, because we've both been there. Oh yeah. You know, but it it sucks to uh, the other lease we had together. Yeah. We had for eleven years, a lot of work, a lot of time, and really, and I will say we turned that property in into a mecca. A mecca, and it was a yeah. it had everything you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were just really, I think, getting into the tip of really starting to... Oh, if we still had that property, too. Yeah, like, not, the things we know now and have learned, like, we would be giant slayers out there pretty easily just by the way the property was set up. But, again, that property got too good. Yeah. Uh, people got egos. Yeah. People got problems. Um, when you go in with a group of people, Yeah. it gets... Some people can't handle it. That's 100% true. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we lost that lease 100% because of that. Yep. Um, yep. And the price of the lease, too. <laughs> so that, that lease now goes for a lot more money yeah. than we paid for it. And, and the reason for that is because of all the work we did when we... Because when we got there, that thing was raw. There wasn't yeah. nothing there. Yeah, it was raw. We did food plots and all that. The one thing I remember distinctly was the first year that I was with you on it was the tornado came through. Yes. And all these trees, and I do not mean small trees, guys, I mean 20 inches plus, are over the trails to get in, laying over the, the entrance and the exits of this property. And Mike and I went in there and the other guys were gonna show up, you know, and everybody's gonna help, right? Well, that didn't work out. Mike and I pretty much did the most of it, if not all of it, basically. Clearing it out so we can get in and out of there. 95 degrees out. It was brutal, you know. Mosquitoes, the yep. biggest pterodactyls. Yep. Leases, you know, leases can be great. Uh, that lease in particular, I hate the people that I leased that with. Um, yeah. Jealousy is horrible when it comes to hunting, and I have no time for it. Yeah. Um, and that, that can ruin that kind of stuff like that. I, you know, I came in after. You guys are friends for quite a few years. Yes. you you guys did, you know, you did a ton of work for them that that uh, they just didn't realize. They just basically took advantage of you, in mm -hmm. my opinion. And, and uh, once we started hunting together and doing what we were doing, it got worse. Where you know they they hated us. Yeah, they didn't like to see success. And everybody out there is going to meet these people. Oh yeah. They're well. What did you do this for? Well, I would have did this, and you know, yeah. would have been bigger next year. Or they're just jealous. And the fact that you're harvesting deer, yeah, and they're not. We were told at one time that we were only going to shoot. We did. We were doing a deer drive, okay, here in Wisconsin. Deer drives back 15 years ago, 10, 12 years ago, uh, were big deals. So we were doing a deer drive, and we we're going to shoot nothing but antlers, deer, and big bucks. So we're on the deer drive. I'm actually with Mike's stepdad. Mike's driving or pushing, driving deer. He's pushing. You were pushing, I think. Uh -huh. And all of a sudden we hear boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, okay, great. We go over there and hear that one of the brothers has got a fork buck laying there yeah. on the ground. I remember that distinctly. Yep. And I got so mad. That was a big buck, though. Yeah. I got so mad. I didn't say anything. Yeah. But, you know, um, if you're going to establish rules, then the rules are for everybody. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't suggest taking a lease with more than... One or two of your well, best friends. Guys, yeah. yeah. And, and put everything out there oh, right yeah. at the beginning. 
This yeah. is what it's going to be. There isn't going to be no BS. Yeah. This is what we're all going to do. You got and this I think comes down to land, buying land, hunting land, leasing. You have to have the same goal and the same mindsets Common to goal, be able to do mindset. it together. Mm -hmm. You know, you can do anything you want by yourself. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but to do it together and to get along and to have success, which you know is is what Carl and I want to do. Enjoy the success yeah. for everybody. It's not just you. So, you know, maybe you go, a, you know, a year, two years, five years, and you don't feel a buck and your buddy does. Well, that is what it is. I'll tell you right now. It sucks. But it's I was it sitting there. I was sitting there this year when Mike was talking in another podcast, I think, and we were talking about scents or whatever. And it started to get late, and I knew the bigger deer were going to be moving then. I was done. I was basically, yeah, I might shoot a doe or whatever. I was probably only 110, 115 yards from where Mike was sitting in the bottom of the valley. And all of a sudden I hear, the bow goes off. I got so tweaked up, I started shaking in the tree. And of course, I want to text him, but I don't know exactly what's going on, so I'm just going to sit there or whatever, you know. So I'm waiting for him in the food flat, just sitting there, just... I get down there and he start. I can kind of see a shadow coming through. I'm like, what'd you shoot? What'd you shoot? I was probably more tweaked up than he was. He's like, well, I think I shot Judas Priest, dude. He's like, ah, sorry about that. I was going to let him go, but he looked too big. <laughs> so we get up there. I'm like, well, congratulations. And we get up there and I'm like, that is not Judas Priest. That thing is a giant, like, I think he was a hundred and almost 130 inch yeah, rack. Nice yeah, buck dressed sure. out 200 and Two two twenty three. That was a yeah. That deer was a giant. That's a pig. Yeah, I'll show you guys pictures of that one. But yeah, I was more excited about him shooting that deer, I think, than well, I I was pretty excited when I shot my deer this year too. But yeah, I get excited when just he so, shoots deer. So, so. <laughs> yeah. it's because then we're both succeeding, and that's yeah. the best part about it. So that's one thing you have to realize. I think if you're ever going to lease with anybody, yeah. is it, it's not I, it's we. Yeah, leasing is gonna be pricey. It's you're usually gonna travel. Oh yeah. Um, you know you gotta. That comes into mind. Uh, you know it. It's gonna take you. You know, like we talked about three years to get it ready. It's gonna take you that long to figure it out. Pretty much. Most lands. You know, you're not gonna. Uh, not saying <coughs> you can't go in and kill a big deer right away, but right. usually it takes you some time to figure out how a piece of property works, and especially if you can't spend a lot of time on it if it's a further away. Yeah, it takes longer. You know, so it's you got to remember that, and some pieces take more time to develop. You know, hundred percent. Who knows how they were hunted before? I know this place here was ravaged. Yeah. Year after year. Well, it and took and you so a few was years. the neighbors. Everybody and their uncle knew. The people that owned this and owned that before, you could do whatever you wanted on it. Mm -hmm. People were driving it, shooting everything that moved. So it was tough to get deer to come here and want to be back in here, you know. You've done it now. Yeah, we've done it now, but it's, you know, we're, that was 2018. Yeah. So we're four years. Yep. Coming into year five here or whatever. So it's, yeah, work. Work, a lot of work. It's always going to be work. Yes. So I guess that's kind of the way we look at uh, leasing and buying land, kind of what we look for. Um, Hopefully you guys got some good information out of that one. <laughs> so you got anything you want to add on that one, Mike? Nope. I I would just say it's you know land buying or leasing is worth whatever you're willing to pay. Right at the end of the day, it's like anything else. You know how much you want to pay and and how much work you're willing to put in. Hundred percent. And landed hunting is not a cheap sport. 
remember that. It seems to be going up every year. So we appreciate you guys listening to the obsession. Thanks for watching it on Rough Outdoors Wisconsin on YouTube. Appreciate all you guys' support over there. Get a chance, subscribe. Listen um, again next Saturday. Thanks for listening. Thank you.